Hello, y'all. Welcome back to the For the Love of... It's episode 35, and we are going to talk about the draft that just occurred. Yes, the draft. Super exciting. Super fun to watch. Um, really fun to see a lot of the players that we talked about in our last episode and throughout the season. And then also very... I mean, not shocking. You know a lot of high schoolers are going to go. You know a lot of... There's going to be some mix... Or not some mix-ups, but, like, some surprises. Um, yeah. It's yeah, crazy. so I think what we'll do is we'll kind of, like, skip over the high schoolers just because, as y'all know, this is a D1 baseball-type podcast. We're looking at D1 peoples. So we're going to kind of skip over the high schoolers, mainly focus on the college people that went... But, um, yeah, so our one and two picks were some children's. Yeah. Players. We had Jackson Holiday, son of Matt Holiday, go first, and Drew Jones go second, son of Andrew Jones. I mean, as y'all, we kind of talked about last week that they were going to go first, and we thought Andrew Jones would maybe go first, but um, he did not. I know. So I know. I definitely thought it would be Drew Jones. And <laughs> Obviously, two great players, but Paige yeah. and I were kind of joking. I'm sure you guys watch, but Jackson Holiday, the dude does not be older than 12 years old. He cannot be older than 12. I mean, obviously he is, but <laughs> it's yeah. just so crazy how young they look, especially him. He definitely looks like a little yeah. baby. And it just, it's so crazy, too. Like, as I was watching the draft, I was like seeing their birthdays come across and I was like 2003 like is that your social yeah. security number or the year you were yeah. born <laughs> like it's Dude. crazy youngins yeah. youngins and I mean great talent at that like these are great players I just like we said in the last episode I really I prefer to watch college players get drafted than the high school players but we're not discrediting their talent because they are very great so yeah yeah definitely yeah, and last at McKenzie, we talked about Kumar Rocker and how he didn't play this year. He was playing indie ball after his yeah. little mishap with the Mets. But he went yeah, early. What would you think? He was expected to go around 38, like we said. He went freaking number three. I Everybody was shocked. I mean, you could see the announcers. Like, everybody was like, what? Okay. Number three. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, good for him, though. He went 10th overall. To the Mets last year. Last year, so mm-hmm. obviously he's you know a top prospect. So good for him, and I'm excited to see. Hopefully, going through the whole process um, now after being drafted, he can stick and go into the major leagues, baby. Yeah, I'm stoked about it. I think it's going to be awesome having him back with like Jack Leiter, both in the Rangers organization, both like the one two guys for Vandy last year. I think that's like. A great pickup. Texas needs pitching, reuniting, like, your one-two guys from Vandy. A great school, Mm -hmm. great program. Like, I think it's going to be a great one. Great pickup for the Rangers. I thought that was phenomenal. Um, You guys are going to notice we're going to kind of breeze through the high schoolers, like we said. So, the number four went to the Tamar Johnson. From Hayes High School in Georgia, he's a shortstop. Number five, the Nationals picked Elijah Green, an outfielder from IMG Academy in Florida. So two more high schoolers in the mix. And then we had number six, the Marlins chose Jacob Berry. Love to see it. How would you feel about that one, Paige? 
I liked it. Um, I also, mm-hmm. I mean, we knew he was going to go high up. I didn't think yep. he was going to be like the first of some of those college players we've been talking about. I did yep. not think he was going to be the first of them, but he was. And I mean, the Marlins are the Marlins, so they can always use whatever they'll take. Exactly. So. I think he'll be great in their organization. And yeah, because mm-hmm. like I was saying, I kind of thought maybe Brooks Lee or not. Mm-hmm. would go maybe ahead of him. I mean, but you'll see. He just went shortly after him. But, yeah, it was great to see him at number six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then at number seven, the Cubs took Cade Horton. We didn't even talk about him last episode, but no. we had talked about him while we were covering the College World Series just because he was so good at it. He was in the all-tournament team when we talked about that. Um, had his best performance of the season, actually, at the College World Series where he had, I think, 13 strikeouts, which is a – season high for him but yeah he had a great year had 14 appearances 11 starts and really just went off so super exciting to see him go right after Jacob Berry I mean we literally didn't even talk about him last week which tells you that he wasn't even in um D1 baseball's like top 20 expected picks uh like to go in the draft at the beginning of the season so he really just shined this year, and I think it's a great pickup for the Cubs. I mean, the Cubs are struggling organization right now. So, yeah, yeah, no, I love it. And then finally, number eight, the Twins picked up Brooks Lee. Love to see it. Our Cal Poly shortstop. Um, he was originally highly ranked um, as the top player, college baseball player, to go. Number eight, though, love to see it. Not far off. Um, like we said, son of the coach at Cal Poly and a switch hitter. So I think he's going to be great in this organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the Twins really struggled last year, and they've been doing better this year. So, I mean, I don't know. They're just one of those oops, one of those organizations that's like, <laughs> yes. I, I think it, I think uh, yeah. that takes us down to the ninth pick in the first round, which was the Royals, and they took Gavin Cross. We talked about him last week. He was an outfielder for Virginia Tech. Um, he's a lefty outfielder too. And right now the Orioles or the Royal Orioles, the Royals, we know they have a left-handed outfielder, Andrew Benintendi right now, but he like very likely that he will be getting traded. So someone to maybe potentially fill in that spot in a couple years. So good pick, good pick. Um, number 10, the Rockies chose Gabriel Hughes from Gonzaga, another player, I feel like we didn't talk about him enough, but I think that's because I was kind of in denial that, like, Gonzaga was, like, a good team. Or, like, even, like, mm-hmm. UConn this year, I kind of was like, eh, are they really that great? Uh, yeah. But he's a right-handed pitcher, a <laughs> redshirt sophomore, freshman All-American in 2021 with a 3.23 ERA. Started 31 games at first base in 2021, hitting 247. So, overall... Pretty great player on the mound. He has an impressive fastball and slider that hit mid to high 90s in good command. So good for him. Love to see it. The Rockies are really, really struggling. So I guess any pick up they can get, <laughs> love to see it. I mean, they're in a hard division. Like, well, yeah. at least last year when you have, like, the Padres, Giants, and Dodgers just all, like, they were so good last year. Right now it's really yeah. just the Dodgers carrying the yeah. team. Yeah. But- yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a good one. And baseball's yeah. different in Colorado, like. It's true. It is. It's true. It is. Um, 
Moving on to number 11, and this is the first of the Mets picks that they had in the top 20. Um, the, that's just, they got two picks this early because of what happened with Kumar Rocker last year, since they didn't sign him, like, fully. They got an extra pick that was in approximately the same place as his, his thing, I guess. I don't really know uh -huh. how, like, where he was. So the Mets get two top, like, 20 picks. This was the first one, but it was Kevin Parada, the Georgia Tech catcher. We really discussed last episode that he was a great catcher, number fourth catcher mm -hmm. in the country. So not much to go on there. I mean, the Mets are so good. Like, who knows if he's even going to end up staying with the Mets or if he'll just be a trade yeah. piece because apparently the Mets just want to spend $40 million a year on their players, <laughs> which is probably not Kevin Prada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I did – I liked watching, and they, like, obviously everybody was very excited about Kevin Prada, that he's just, mm -hmm. like, an all-around, like – great great player so i'm really excited yeah. to like follow him as time yeah. goes on he took over that like mlb snapchat i don't know if you saw that he took over their snapchat oh. and was, like, posting things i was like oh he looks like he's having fun with this I, I dig it yes yes love that um number 12 the tigers detroit they picked up jace obviously talked a lot about this last season texas tech second baseman um just he did phenomenal Sad to not see him go to a Texas team, though. Obviously, his mm -hmm. brother plays for the Rangers. But, yeah, Detroit. Love to see it. Yeah, I was definitely hoping to see him, like, be in an organization with his brother. I thought that would be so cool. Uh, did not happen. But Detroit doesn't have a second baseman really right now. So maybe this means he could move up quickly through the organization if he stays healthy, unlike his brother. I don't know. We'll see. We'll um, see. So this took us to the Angels, and I am slightly an Angels fan, as many of y'all know. But um, the Angels drafted a shortstop, and I was Ooh. hoping they would draft a pitcher. As a fan, we know the Angels need yeah. pitching. They don't yeah. have that. Um, no. So we talked about Zach Nito last episode we kind of talked about how we didn't talk about him enough and how all of his numbers were just leading the nation in everything so i mean definitely a great pickup for the angels however i don't necessarily think it's what they should have gone with first yeah but yeah i know i was kind of surprised obviously like we said yeah we didn't talk a whole lot about him but i was just mm -hmm. campbell campbell love to see it yeah though. yeah, yeah. Love to see a pick like that out of Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, number 14 was the Mets' other pick, and they picked uh, high schooler Jet Williams, a shortstop. That's from Rockwell Heath. That's in the DFW area here in Texas. And then the Padres picked a high schooler, Dylan Lesko. He went to Buford High School as a pitcher. Love to see it. Number 16, the Guardians, Chase DeLauder. Outfielder from James Madison. We talked about him last week. Um, going around this area in the draft, so good for him. He hit 437, was definitely a slugger with a slugging percentage. Um, this year of .828, and he's super speedy. And I'm also, obviously, Paige and I like to watch the Guardians now. Stephen Kwan, love to see it. So, mm -hmm. will be fun. Will be fun. Will be fun. Will be fun. And then number 17, Phillies. 
They chose Justin Crawford from Bishop Gorman High School in Nevada. He's an outfielder and the son of MLB player Carl Crawford. Also very speedy. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another child of a former big leaguer was drafted 18th. So this was like our fourth or fifth one so far in the draft. Cam Collier, uh, he was just at a junior college, Chippewa Junior College, third baseman, son of his dad, Lou. Our other favorite, Daniel Susak, he went to the athletics in the number 19 spot, uh, catcher at Arizona, played really well both years, and has some decent power. So we're excited to see him continue with the athletics. 20, the Braves chose Owen Murphy from Riverside Brookfield High School in Illinois. He's a pitcher. The Mariners got the 21st pick with Cole Young from North you know what? I'm not even going to try to Allegheny? 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 I have no clue. I was like, is she breaking what? up? And then I saw no. the name of it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> she just does not want to say that. I'm just I'm just sitting staring, contemplating. <laughs> I was like, girl, what does that say? Y'all, it's no spelled A-L-L-E-G-H-E-N-Y. Like, and you know what? what? I think you're – I think you're – guess is actually probably right like it probably is like allegheny but i've just never seen a word like that i'm not used to seeing words like what is that word i don't know north allegheny high school it's in pennsylvania that's he's from pennsylvania we'll say that and he's a shortstop and go in love to see it so hopefully this pick up for the mariners beautiful um 22nd was the cardinals and they actually took cooper jerpy so well, that was exciting. We did not think he would be a first round draft pick. I know. I was so excited about that because obviously we said in our last episode we're like early second round, whatever. No, number twenty two. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Super exciting. Really good for him. So yeah. Yes. Um, we talked about him plenty this year. We don't need to yes, go any really more, <laughs> but. Then the Blue Jays took Brandon Barriera from American Heritage High School in Florida. He's a lefty pitcher. And the Red Sox took Mikey Romero with the 24th pick from Orange Lutheran High School in California. He was a shortstop. He was committed to LSU. I don't think LSU is going to be getting him. Probably not. No, (laughs) ma'am. No, ma'am. Um, number 25, the Yanks. They chose Spencer Jones, an outfielder from Bandy. Uh, big boy, like we said, 225 pounds. Love to see it. Um, he underwent, oh wait, why did I say outfielder? Isn't he a pitcher? He is. Oh, he's yeah. an outfielder? Yeah, he's, an, this was confusing to me too when I was looking at it. Cause I was like, he Six, went under seven. Tommy John. Oh, but- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I but I was really confused. confused. Yeah, with yeah, our so, Florida player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. But I was confused because he did have a Tommy John surgery apparently in 2020. But he was drafted as an outfielder. I didn't really see much about him as a pitcher. I don't know. Yeah, no. I think exactly. I, the Tommy Johns threw me off, and then also mm-hmm. because we talked about like that pitcher from Florida who's six seven, like big dude, also. Mm-hmm. But sorry, Spencer Jones, you are an outfielder, my B. Um, and you were the number twenty five pick to the Yanks, so love to see it. 
Also, 14 of 15 on stolen base attempts. He's 6'7". How? I don't know. <laughs> well, love to see it. <laughs> I'm just feeling really so confused. tall. Like, that is big. 225. Good for him. Uh, number 26, though. The White Sox took Noah Schultz from Oswego East High School in Illinois. He's a left-handed pitcher. Supposed to go to Vandy, but obviously, most likely will not. So, Yeah. Okay, number 27. And, y'all, I apologize if I'm breaking up. I don't know what's happening here. But we number 27. We try, but the Wi-Fi no. just sometimes doesn't 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 love me so um i'm not gonna edit this we never edit our episodes so i'm just gonna talk (laughs) slow and hope you catch every word (laughs) (laughs) all right 27 the brewers took eric brown jr a shortstop from coastal carolina university he um not someone we really talked about at all this season so oops our bad he has great power though he hit 330 with seven home runs 19 doubles 40 rbi and 12 stolen bases this year they did say in the draft coverage that he might have some kinks that need straightening out but that is what minor league baseball is for so absolutely very true number 28 the astros boo hate never mind i actually i don't know when i'll ever start like stop hating them i don't know we'll you see, maybe never next year. she no she didn't like them to start even before the exactly, cheating scandal when, i know <laughs> when they played the nationals in the world series in 20 like 19 before it was all yeah. like big news you were like fuck the astros go I still don't and like i was them. like i, I can't i can't get behind true. it but i get it anyway that's so true i know so who knows Maybe in a few years, I'll just, like, soften up with them. But Drew Gilbert, spot, Tennessee, center fielder. Um, oh, Paige, you want to talk about your little side note real quick? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so as I'm watching the draft, I started crying because, as you all know, um, I live in Texas. I used to live in San Antonio, only, like, 45 to an hour away from Uvalde, where the shooting happened earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And I had kids that had, like, like students, not my own kids. I had students that had grown, like, come to San Antonio from Uvalde, like, gone to school in Uvalde or moved to Uvalde. So this pick made me cry because the Astros have been doing a lot for the Uvalde community. Yes, and they, they actually have. had two kids come up to announce their pick: a softball player from the Uvalde Little League and a baseball player from the Uvalde Little League. Yeah. So they had them come up and like give a little backstory during that pick, and said so they got to announce Drew Gilbert, and I was literally. I'm already no. emotional, like, it, in general yes. as a person. Yeah. And so then when things happen <laughs> like that, I'm like, <gasps> yeah. It <laughs> was, good. no, it was beautiful, I will say. The Astros, seriously, though, have done a ton, a ton. And so I thought that was a really cool moment and really special for Drew Gilbert, too, to go to the Astros. Um, he's real speedy. He's got a great arm. He can flatten the barrel out for some great hits. He had more walks than strikeouts, and he led the SEC in hitting. So, good for him. Um, Obviously, the Astros are a great team, so I'm sure he will be a great addition. The number 29 spot was the Rays. They picked Xavier Isaac from East Forsyth High School in North Carolina. First baseman, 240, another big boy. Committed to Florida, most likely will not be going to Florida. 
<laughs> All right. Then the um for the last pick of the like regular part of the first round, the Giants took Reggie Crawford, a first baseman and left-handed pitcher from UConn. We talked about him last episode, I believe, and as we've covered UConn, I'm sure he was in the transfer portal to go to Tennessee. Pretty sure Tennessee probably had him for three days because now he'll be going to the Giants, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my Lita. Well, let's talk about compensation picks. 31, the Rockies. They chose Sterling Thompson from Florida, the second baseman. Talked about him quite a bit this year. Um, stopped, though, obviously, because Florida kind of fell out of our rankings. Faded through the second half of the season. He started all 66 games for the Gators, splitting time between right field and second base. He batted 354 uh, with career highs in homers, 11 of those, 16 doubles, 59 runs, 51 RBI, 37 walks, and 10 stolen bases. Love to see it. Um, and then the Reds with the 32 spot selected Sal Stewart from Westminster Christian High School in Florida. All right, moving on to the collective bargaining part of the first round. The Orioles took Dylan Beavers, the outfielder from Cal. We talked about him quite a bit last episode, so I'll move right on to the Diamondbacks. They took Landon Sims, the Mississippi State right-handed pitcher. We also talked about him quite a bit last episode. So if you want to hear more, go back. Go back, exactly. Tune into the last one. <laughs> For real. Yes. Um, the number 35 Braves, they got J.R. Ritchie from Bainbridge High School in Washington. Number 36, the Pirates, Thomas Harrington, right-handed pitcher from Campbell. National wins leader as the only pitcher with 12. Um, 2.53 ERA. D1 baseball, first team All-American. Um, he was the only sophomore but his birthday was july 12th and he turned 21 so he became draft eligible literally right before love to see it like we said in the last episode so cute good for thomas love to see it <laughs> beautiful beautiful yeah um okay the guardians had the 37th pick and they took justin campbell from oklahoma state he can play both sides of the ball we kind of talked about him last time also being an excellent pitcher and a dh and then the Rockies took Jordan Beck, an outfielder from Tennessee. So both these people, we kind of talked about not only last episode, but throughout the year, just because they were with Oklahoma State and Tennessee. So big programs that stayed around all year. Then the Padres, with the last pick of the whole first round, Shabil, took Robbie Snelling from McQueen High School. Love. Okay, we're going to talk about a few of our other faves in the second round. Um, second round was really exciting. Um, first off, we had 42. The Orioles selected Max Wagner from Clemson, third baseman. He made the D1 Baseball All-American team at third. Great for him. And then the Hispanic Titanic, number 43. The Diamondbacks, early second round pick. Our Golden Spikes winner this first baseman out of Texas. We have worn his name out, but I was really excited mm -hmm. when he got drafted. Mm -hmm. Me too, especially because yeah. people were thinking maybe fourth round for him, and he went. Yeah. So, exactly. Very deserving. Um, yes. 
And we'll skip around from like here on out. We're not going to talk about every pick like we did for the first round, just because yeah. then this episode would take 8 million <laughs> years. So exactly. um, with the 44th pick, the Pirates took Hunter Barco, a Florida left-handed pitcher. We talked about him a ton to start the season. So, I mean, if you really want to know about him, like go back to episodes like three, four, five. But exactly. um, yeah, so then with the 45th pick the nationals took jake bennett an oklahoma left-handed pitcher pretty cool because he went to the college world series so he was a you know that's fun to go to the college world series exactly. and then get drafted in the second round good vibes absolutely mm-hmm. yes ma'am um number 48 the twins connor prelip uh we kind of expected him to go a little bit earlier he's a left-handed pitcher from alabama like we said from the last step great slider was expect to go a little higher, but second, early second round, not too bad. Love to see it. Uh, 49, the Royals selected Caden Wallace, third baseman from Arkansas. Went right after Prelip, which is right about he was where we had him suspected to be. Great fielder, good bat. Yeah. All right, two spots later, the Tigers took Peyton Graham, who was the All-American shortstop out of Oklahoma. He can also play a little second base. Um He's super speedy. We told you last episode, I think he sold 32 bases this season. Maybe, was it last episode? Maybe it was when we were talking about the College World Series, but mm-hmm. yeah, crazy, insane. And then with the 52nd pick, the Mets took Blade Tidwell, who we, we kind of knew this was coming, the pitcher from Tennessee. Love. Um, the Guardians with the 54th pick, Parker Messick. Um, Florida State pitcher, I don't know if it's just because his name uh, has stuck with me so much. I don't think we talked a whole lot about him, obviously, because Florida State in our top 25 a whole lot this year. Well, they were there. But I don't know. His name just always sticks with me. I think it's Same. just a good name. Parker Messick. It's just a good I feel name. like we've talked about him a decent amount. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, great pitcher for Florida State. He went to the Guardians. 60, the Blue Jays. Josh don't do this to me. Kasovic. I'm sorry. Kasovic. I, I no literally Kasovic. put it there for you, too. <laughs> the only I, I wasn't going to put also, him on. Because I was actually really surprised about this one, too, because really I had no Oregon players, like Duck, U of O players, on my radar really going in the first or second round. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible alum. But he was the shortstop for Oregon this last year, so love to see it. Go, go Ducks. And right after, we've got the Beavs. Who went next, Paige? Uh, 64th, so like four spots later. Calm down. Slow your roll. I'm just kidding. True. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally kidding. Uh, the Astros. <laughs> this is how you're going to start liking the Astros, Mackenzie. Oh, trust me. I already is... know. And let me just tell you, when I was waiting for Jacob Melton, because obviously, you know, we projected him around, you know, early to mid second round pick or I don't know. Yeah. Second, second round. I was like, when the Astros came up, for some reason I just had this feeling, I was like, watch, they're going to take them. And, of course, they did. So, yeah, I think you're right. This might be the opening door to me finally giving the Astros a chance. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. But, yeah, Jacob Melton got the 64th pick to the Astros. I just think it's super cool, you know, to be a community college student going to then Oregon State to then the draft, second round. So, Pretty Absolutely. cool. 
And then right after him, 65th, Tampa Bay took Brock Jones. He was one of the outfielders from Stanford's that I didn't really like that much. So we're going to move right on. And Mackenzie (laughs) will tell you who got taken 66th. (laughs) (laughs) The Giants picked Carson Weisenhunt, left-handed pitcher from East Carolina. He actually missed the 2022 season because of a positive test for a banned substance. We kind of touched on that. In our last step, maybe a few before, um, definitely touched on that, though. He could have gone higher in the draft, and he didn't. So it is interesting to think um, maybe if he hadn't failed the drug test, maybe <laughs> he would have gone higher. Who really knows? I don't know. At least or he's if still he, like, second round. got a play, like, maybe if he <laughs> yeah, had, like, exactly. stats <laughs> to go off of. Like, <laughs> maybe if he had a little bit, yeah, who knows? Um, the Orioles with the 67th pick, Judd Fabian, Florida outfielder talks about him as well quite a bit throughout the season oh my gosh this is already another oregon state player then oh. oh my gosh so many oregon state people win i was, I was like proud are they I gonna was. have a team <laughs> Why i know they be able to play <laughs> i know literally um but yeah with the 73rd pick the reds took justin boyd we thought he was going to be in the fourth round but he went yes. second so that was a surprise he hit a Pac-12 best this year, 373 with 14 doubles. So, I mean, a great year for him. And so deserving of that second round spot. And then the 78th pick, and the, this is the last one we'll talk about in the second round. And then we'll really start to make these rounds shorter for you. Really just give you highlights. But 78th, the Blue Jays took Cade Dowdy, the LSU second baseman. Definitely also taken later than expected. Last week we talked about him and about him getting hit a lot and we were like why did he get hit 10 times like is he kind of an a-hole who knows (laughs) but he got taken later than expected and he's going to the blue jays yes well let's get into the third round um so number 84 nationals took trey lipscomb we talked quite a bit about him because obviously Mm -hmm. he played for tennessee Mm-hmm. Uh, led the SEC in ranks fifth nationally and runs batted in with 80. So, yeah, enough said there. The Angels, with the 89th pick, took Ben Joyce, another person we talked about because, once again, he played at Tennessee. 105 this year, expected to go around um, 112. Are you saying uh, 112? No, like the, the pick, the, the pick, yeah, in the draft. Okay, yeah. okay, that's what I thought. I was like, whoa, whoa. Um, yeah, so good for him. And obviously, <laughs> my lamps out, my lamps I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That would be unreal. <laughs> I mean, that would be the person who could do it, but like, exactly oh, true. Also, while we're on this talking about Tennessee, we got to keep moving along. But I just want to say, it was such a little treat watching the draft and getting to watch Tony Vitello <laughs> talk the whole time. Love to see it. It was cute, too, because obviously a good amount of his players um, went in the first couple rounds. So, yeah, I'd love to see it. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'll just go ahead with the 101st pick, too. The White Sox took Jonathan Cannon, drafted way later than expected, um, most likely because this year just he wasn't too hot. Uh, in 2022, he finished with a 9-4 and record and a 4.02. Yeah, right. But whatever. 
Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on. And we're actually going <laughs> to completely skip over the fourth round because there wasn't really anyone that we loved that much coming out of the fourth round. So, yeah, she's getting vetoed. And we're going to go to the fifth round with the 143rd pick of the 2022 MLB draft. The Chicago Cubs select Brandon Birdsell. Did I do so good there? Did I sound like... Yes, I, that was good. <laughs> also, what do you not- think? I, I feel like I could have said it than a lot of the people that they had come out and like announce I was like dude come on like you it's like you had to have practiced before like just like say mm-hmm. it clearly yeah I don't right. know. That, okay. that was pretty good that's all I'm saying you could thank done. you pitcher from Texas Tech um yeah someone else we kind of talked about more in the middle of the season when Texas Tech was right in that like best part of the season for them um yeah and then with the 148th pick, the Angels took Sonny. We talked about last week. We were like, does he even want to get drafted? Like, yeah. is that his plans? <laughs> we weren't really sure. We talked about him so much this year. He wasn't even expected to go in the top 250, and he went 148th. So super exciting for him. We talked about, you know, I mean, big things happening for him. He gets engaged, and then he gets drafted. Yes. Beautiful. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. Good for Sonny. And like we said, we obviously wore his this year. So, love to see it. Moving on to the sixth round with the 173rd pick, the Cubs selected Will Frisch, Oregon State pitcher. Love to see it. Um, With the 181st pick, the guard selected Dylan DeLucia. DeLuca. I always do that with his name. Mm -hmm. Um, He's the Ole Miss pitcher and College World Series MVP. Love, love, love. Eighth rounds. What's up next, Paige? I'll take the first two. You take the next two. Um, Beauty. The first two picks that really stood out to me in the eighth round were some of our Texas A&M guys. Micah Dallas, who was a pitcher for them, um, he went to the A's. And then the Blue Jays took Dylan Rock, the outfielder from Texas A&M. Yes. Um, Yanks took Brett Barrera, Stanford shortstop. And this one I am just so excited about. I think any Beaver fan, any person who follows Wade Meckler's story, the Giants chose him in the eighth round, Wade Meckler from Oregon State. I just, I love that. This dude is such, like, such a grinder. Like, he Mm -hmm. has just grinded his way. The fact that he got a spot to play for the Beavs and make such an impact this year, and then to be drafted, I just... It's awesome. It's really cool to see. So that was that was a maze. Good for Wade. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, then again, with some more Stanford and Oregon State people, in the ninth round, the Orioles took Adam Crampton from Stanford. And the Diamondbacks took Gavin Logan, who was the catcher at Oregon State. Yeah, I think the beeves just keep coming. The beeves just keep coming. Um, tenth round. Should I just roll through all these and then you can go? Sure. Should we do? I don't know. We'll. Just, I'll do. I'll do the first few. So the Pirates took Tanner Treadaway from Oklahoma. The outfielder. The Nationals took Murphy Stelly. Third base from from Texas. The Twins took Dalton Sheffield from Texas State. Love to see it. Little shortstop action. Um, the Rockies took Zach Agnos, the Eastern Love. Carolina pitcher, and then the White Sox took Tim Elko. We obviously wore his name out. 
this season, the mm-hmm. first baseman for Ole Miss. I loved these picks. Like the 10th round yeah. was one of my like favorite rounds. Tanner Treadaway really stood out during the College World Series. So great there. Murphy Selly, I mean, excellent at third base all year for Texas. Dalton Sheffield obviously put Texas State, like him and Stivers put Texas State on their back this year. Zach Agnos was the one I couldn't stop talking about how happy he looked every time he was playing. Oh, yeah. And then, as we know, Ole Miss, like Tim Elko, they just won the whole thing. And he's just (laughs) great. Exactly. Yeah. So I loved those. Okay. Now that we're over the 10th round, we're really going to like zoom past these. 13th (laughs) round, um, Jake Fennings from Oregon State, the pitcher, went. What do you think here? Um, I think, doesn't Jake have another year of eligibility? I think he's only like, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming, I'm assuming he's just going to keep playing. Uh, maybe for the I don't think maybe so. for someone else. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I think, I think that I didn't see his name in the transfer portal. I think you can look it up. Can oh, you? Yeah, probably. Transfer portal that's a great question it's like it's a weird spot i feel like when you're in the 13th round he obviously has um a little more time to play but i don't know i don't even know how to look up who's in the transfer portal i feel like there's a way to do it i feel like i didn't see his name in the transfer portal but i don't see him really i i I don't think that there's gonna be a i don't know if this is like too much like extra to say. I just don't feel like there's gonna be a spot for him on the team this year with the beefs, right? Really? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what their pitching is like. Know. We just lost eight play, uh, eight people, so like who knew? That is true. Um, but I think I think expected. he's gonna go. Yeah, I think he will too. I think I just expected a little more from him this year. That might be why I'm being a little harsh. But yeah, no, I I agree. Um, who knows? I think that he will go in the draft. I think the thirteenth round, like. That's a great spot. He has, like, the leverage now to be able to say he wants to come back, which he won't have next year. And when that happens, yeah. you get drafted even later. So I think for him to True. make more money and have that pick, he should just go now. I think he will. But yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You want to take the next one? Yeah. 14th round. Tommy Seiko. Socko, I I knew it. Sometimes I just have to like throw one out there and like hope for the best. Tommy Sacco, shortstop from TCU. Love to see it. <laughs> also, someone we talked about a lot this year, so I don't know how she just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's TCU. late. It's late. <laughs> it's late. Um, but yeah, a phenomenal shortstop for TCU this year. Weird, he went late. Sixteenth round, y'all. My player of the year. Tristan Sivers, the pitcher from Texas State. I was stoked. I thought, so he went to the White Sox. I realized I didn't even put where these people went. But he went to the White Sox. I was like, you know how you felt like you were like, Melton's going to go to the Astros? Mm-hmm. I was like, like Tristan Sivers is going to go to Tampa Bay. I was just like, that's where he's going to go. He's going to go to Tampa Bay. And then I saw the White Sox take him, like, before it got to Tampa Bay's pick. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I was so excited. Um that's that was an exciting one for me to see, so yay. Yes, very. Um, 18th round, Andrew Walters, a pitcher from Miami, Miami. Um, he was supposed to go around the 130 spot, so a little late in the draft. 
Um, who knows? Yeah. He was an All-American, but whatever. We'll see. Taken way later. Um, and then in the 19th round, later. just to kind of close it out, we saw Skylar Messenger, the third baseman from Texas, go. Most of the Texas people went around like the sixth and seventh round, and we just didn't really cover them because in the sixth and seventh round, we kind of covered other people we liked more. Mm. So, um, yeah. But that's the draft. That's it, buddy. Our, our favorite picks of the draft, at least. Yes. No, I thought it was great. It was a success. Very pleased with the choices and excited for all that got drafted. So Mm -hmm. it was phenomenal. And with the draft only being 20 rounds now, like there were a ton of free agent signings. We saw Troy Clonch did a free agent signing. Lots of players are coming around with those. So yes, that's to be expected. Yes, ma'am. Well, that is today's app. Uh, we're not sure what we're going to record next, but you know what? Don't You're not getting rid of us quite yet. We're probably going to take a little break. A little break so we can, you know, chillax for a little bit more of the summer. But we'll be back, baby. we got more stuff coming. All right, y'all. We out. Peace out.